This program is presented by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Hello, I'm Charlotte Kent, Editor-in-Chief of CDC's Morbidity and Mortality Weekly Report. Thanks for joining me today for MMWR's weekly COVID-19 briefing. I am providing a summary of some of the most insightful COVID-19 reports published while the podcast was on vacation, rather than all reports. The first report looks at the safety of an additional dose of COVID-19 vaccine. The next two highlight the association between K-12 school mask policies and pediatric COVID-19 cases. The fourth describes COVID-19-related school closures and disruptions, and the last report looks at trends in anxiety and depression among adults during the pandemic. Vaccination has been a critical tool to slow the spread of COVID-19 and prevent serious illness. People may have some mild or moderate side effects after vaccination, which are normal signs that the body is building protection. These side effects may affect the ability to do daily activities, but they should go away in a few days. And some people have no side effects at all. The first report I'd like to highlight provides important data on the safety of an additional dose of COVID-19 vaccine. On August 12, 2021, the FDA authorized an additional dose of the Pfizer, BioNTech, and Moderna COVID-19 vaccines for eligible people who are moderately to severely immunocompromised. Study authors used data from CDC's smartphone-based safety surveillance tool, vSafe, to assess the safety profile of an additional dose of COVID-19 vaccines. More than 22,000 vSafe registrants, who also included those who were immunocompromised, reported getting an additional COVID-19 vaccine dose during mid-August to mid-September 2021. Authors found that reported reactions after a third dose were similar to those after a second dose and were generally mild to moderate and short-lived. These findings provide important information about the safety of the third dose of COVID-19 vaccines. CDC will continue to monitor the safety of additional doses of these vaccines. While COVID-19 vaccination is one important prevention strategy, these next reports show why it's important to use a combination of prevention strategies to slow the spread. The first study looked at school-associated outbreaks in nearly 1,000 K-12 public schools in two Arizona counties during July 15 through August 31, 2021. Schools were categorized as having early mask requirements if the requirement was in place at the start of the school year, or no mask requirements if the requirement was initiated after the start of the school year. The report found schools that started the year with a mask requirement were 3.5 times less likely to have a COVID-19 outbreak than schools that started the year without a mask requirement. Another report looked at the association between mask requirements and county-level rates of COVID-19 cases among children and adolescents aged 18 years and younger across the United States. This report found that counties without school mask requirements experienced larger increases in pediatric COVID-19 case rates after the start of school compared with counties that had school mask requirements. 
In the next report, scientists from CDC and Johns Hopkins University developed a model to identify the number of U.S. schools open for in-person, hybrid, or fully remote learning. During August 2nd through September 10th, 2021, 96% of school districts examined offered full-time, in-person learning, 4% offered hybrid learning, and 0.4% offered only remote learning. Internet searches determined that there were school closures that affected more than 1,800 schools, more than 900,000 students, and nearly 60,000 staff members. These reports show that COVID-19 can have a major impact on schools and that lapses in mask use can contribute to COVID-19 outbreaks in school settings. While the pandemic continues, universal masking is an essential part of multiple prevention strategies recommended in K-12 settings. The next report shows the importance of continued real-time monitoring of trends in mental health during the COVID-19 pandemic. CDC partnered with the U.S. Census Bureau to monitor national mental health trends using data from the Bureau's bi-weekly surveys conducted from mid-August 2020 through June 2021. Respondents were asked how many days out of the last seven days they experienced symptoms of anxiety or depression. Tracking closely with the nation's increasing numbers of COVID-19 cases, the reported frequency of anxiety symptoms increased 13% nationally and depression symptoms increased 15% from mid-August through mid-December 2020. During late December 2020 through early June 2021, reported anxiety symptoms declined 27% and depression symptoms dropped 25% mirroring national trends in reduced COVID-19 cases during that period. Still, reported levels of anxiety and depression remained higher than in 2019. These findings highlight the importance of access to mental health services and resources, including telehealth behavioral services. If you're struggling to cope, CDC and other organizations offer resources to help address mental health risks associated with the COVID-19 pandemic. Thank you for joining us for this week's briefing. To stay up to date on the latest MMWR reports on COVID-19, go to cdc.gov MMWR and subscribe for free. You can also subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts. Stay safe and stay well. For the most accurate health information, visit cdc.gov or call 1-800-CDC-INFO.